Welcome to The Islander. I'm Eli Kalilikane. In this episode, we're going to be talking about relationships as a conversation. This episode comes from a few conversations that I've had with a few close friends. One of these friends in particular was having a conversation with me and asked me to share a few of my ideas and experiences about relationships because she thought other people could relate. Before I begin, I want everyone to understand that I am not a therapist, psychologist, or psychiatric professional in any way. These are my thoughts and summaries from conversations I had with people. I'm only sharing my experiences and encouraging people to seek help if they feel they need it. Okay, let's get back to it. So the question that started it all, what do I think it takes to have a good relationship? I only know my experiences, so I'm going to share them. I often joke with those that have known me for a long time that I am the master of failed relationships. Why, you may ask? Well, let me share a few things. When I was in high school, I had a major crush on a new student. She was completely different from me, looked to be from a well-to-do family. Her family and her father was in the military at the time. She was very radiant and I was smitten. I was a local Hawaiian Puerto Rican boy, lightened the pockets and had the body shape of a pear. Yeah, I know a little less than ideal. But one day after weeks of watching and wanting to approach her, I wanted to be the brave guy and let her know how I felt. So I did what I was taught to do as a gentleman, bring her flowers. I got my two closest wingmen and after encouraging words, they accompanied me as I went to introduce myself to her. We found her at the park by her home and she was on some swings with, uh, with a friend of hers. My palms were sweaty, heart beating a million times an hour. I began the most brave, most epic thing I ever did up until that point, which is introducing myself to my crush. I handed her the flowers and began small talk. Her face kind of wrinkled as she gave me a look of irritation. And at the end of the conversation, I asked if I could get her phone number. And all she said was a sassy no, trying to downplay the devastation I asked if uh, if she didn't want to give me her number because she did not want to or because she thought that her father would not want her to give me her phone number. She coldly said both. Okay, I'll give you a few minutes to laugh it out. I have to admit it was pretty funny by the way it went at the time, but it was a crash and burn. To be honest, it's still one of the most prevalent jokes in my inner circle. The truth is that That was the foundation of my expectations when it came to me in relationships. I felt I wasn't good enough and I felt like I needed to find qualities that women would like. Soon, I got into a relationship that ended up being a long-term one. To help a friend go back to his ex, I started dating his newly made ex-girlfriend. That was an experience. I slowly was thrown into a confusing world. My mother was overbearing and controlling and kept pushing me that when I got into a physical relationship, that it was a promise and a responsibility. I was told that I needed to stay with the woman that I became physical with. The first real relationship I ever had was abusive mentally and because I was new to a physical relationship, it was used against me. I don't want to go into details, but this abuse ran for many years and continued from my mid-teens into my mid-twenties. During this time, I met another person who became very near and dear to my heart. She became a lifelong friend and she tried to show me the pattern of abuse and I did not see it. And for a few years, we lost contact, but I stayed in this 
toxic relationship. Upon my returning from overseas, I came home to find Polaroids of my spouse with another man in my house. He was my friend. I stayed in this relationship for a few more years until we had a massive breakup. Sorry, I can't give you details, but it was massive and it was bad. Why am I sharing this and what does it have to do with what it takes to have a good relationship? Well, hold on. You'll see my point as soon as it starts coming around. I turned to alcohol and emotionally mistreated women. I brought them close to me and knew that when they started having feelings, I could start being a real prick to them. It gave me a way to extract a mental sort of revenge, I guess. I noticed that as it be I became meaner, women would flock to me and I had no emotion towards them. But they continued coming back. After living a destructive life for years, I literally woke up and I felt like I was done. I was sick of this downward spiral and taking people down with me. And I started to turn my life around. I got remarried and moved on. We fight hard, but love hard as well. Why am I sharing? I'm sharing because I want people to know that relationships have their ups and downs. And you may not always be where you want to be at the time. But it's worth it if you want it. Most long-term relationships I know have the hardships. And it may not be an absolute, but it's a solid rule of thumb in my experience to expect that. Lastly, what do I think it, what do I think it takes to have a good relationship? I feel relationship life experience for me was a must. I have come to understand that hardships in other relationships and past heartbreaks help me learn how to build a relationship together with someone. A give and take, even if at times it feels extreme. I feel a good relationship is constantly earned by both sides, regardless of marital status, and that it comes from hardship. And that's completely my opinion in my experience. Just wanted to address the question and bring up our conversation that I had from a recent past. Well, you have a good one. Thanks for listening. This has been The Islander with Eli Kalilikani.